Yeah, yeah exactly yeah. right. I mean, to vilify somebody for being themselves or whatever, especially in um, uh, in an in an industry that in itself is 100% theatrical. You yeah, know what I mean? Totally. And so hyper gay. Welcome back to Show Me Yours podcast with Jackie and Johnny. I'm Jackie Agnew. I'm Johnny DeVito. And thank you so much for for tuning in Mm -hmm. again. Or if this is your first time, welcome. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. (laughs) We're about to say like happy holidays, Merry Christmas, but we Mm -hmm. have no idea when this is going to reach this person in the future. That's true. They have no idea that we're doing this on Boxing Day 2021. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Which is, yeah, it is Boxing Day. Mm -hmm. And uh, maybe when you're listening, it's the day after Boxing Day. Hopefully. I mean, that would mean that you're like a number one flasher. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You're flashing. You're just waiting to flash out here. (laughs) (laughs) Like a good flasher waits to flash. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean, right? Like you're you're kind of, you're you're lying in wait, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, you could feel the breeze coming up yeah you the have coat. like the trench coat yeah. like buttoned mm-hmm, up tight mm-hmm. but you're behind a big enough tree that they can't see you coming mm-hmm. right or you don't exactly. see them coming right but you're peeking around a little bit and then boom right at the right time yeah. show out show them your nuts yeah um yeah i don't should we, should we condone that i mean like if uh consensual flashing oh so like if yeah. i got butt naked and i just followed you around like i knew that you were going on a walk <laughs> yeah and then so if i was like out in the wild <laughs> Yeah. And like I could ju- do, I have permission right now to, to yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah. That I wouldn't is be awesome. against that. Okay. <laughs> you might have just figured something new out. Here. <laughs> I didn't even know I was into that. Yeah. Until, right, until now. right now. Um. And why don't you do something new and uh, hit that subscribe button if you haven't already? Totally. If you have, thank you so much. If you haven't get to it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um it's right there it takes two seconds it's um, important throw us a couple stars helps you know what us I mean? a lot throw, throw out a comment yeah. it's, it's weird i know it seems like an, like a chore but like mm-hmm. you're probably just sitting on a toilet right now yeah it or takes like, two seconds it know. doesn't even matter what you write just write some absolutely uh nonsensical shit in the comments yeah write something matter. horrendous about somebody that you love yeah, yeah. do that that'd be yeah. pretty cool and uh, give us a like, leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, yeah. and you can rate on Spotify now. Really? So, yeah. Cool. So, uh, drop us five stars on Spotify. Yeah, that's right. I'm going to mm-hmm. do that. That's where I listen. Yeah, right. same. I also sometimes use uh, Stitcher, which is a podcast app. Oh, mm-hmm. cool. I'll do Apple Podcasts every now and again, but then uh, we don't need to get into it. Yeah. Sometimes my uh, my loyalties <laughs> fade yeah. depending on uh, which corporation I choose to hate when they're all the same <laughs> yeah. piece of shit. Well, wherever you're listening, just keep doing it. Mm-hmm. And uh, follow us on Instagram. Totally. Uh, like us on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Follow us on TikTok. Yeah. Uh, share us on your Instagram stories and tag us. And share us with your neighbor. Go to your neighbor's door right now. Oh, And yeah. knock on your neighbor's door and be like, yo, have you heard about Show Me Yours podcast? Mm-hmm. Pretty dope. Yeah. Give them a flash. Give them a flash. flash. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine? Mm, that'd be crazy. That'd be cool. What if they <laughs> fell in love? That could happen too. What if they That'd went, be what beautiful. Because, yeah. like, mm. what you'd think is that neighbor would open the door and be mm. like, "We don't live in a society where like I should even acknowledge my neighbor." Yeah, be but like, then, "What are you doing on my stoop?" Yeah, but then mm-hmm. he, you know, I mean, you know, they look each other in the eyes and realize, mm-hmm. "Wait a minute, you this know, is this." Love. And then mm-hmm. they commence. They yeah. consummate that relationship yeah. right there on said stoop. Yeah. And then the other neighbor comes out and it's like, "What are you guys doing having sex in public?" And then they're like, with "Yo, show me yours podcast." Yeah. And then 
oh, and then eventually oh there's just God. a pile of people yeah. in the streets. So go over and tongue kiss your neighbor because yeah. you never know what's going to happen. You never know what it might lead to. That's awesome. Yeah. That's cool. We support yeah. that. We supported that consensually, of mm -hmm. course. But We're like Jack sometimes you can tell by the way they look at you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking heard it here first. That's right. I'm not going to dog pile onto that, but fucking truer words have never been spoken. <laughs> um, but you know, we have a we have a great episode oh, here for you today. Fantastic. We are joined by a hilarious comedian who is also a professional wrestler. This is a first for That's Show the Me coolest Wars. thing that you can be. Right? Jackie. Like out of mm -hmm. you could be like a I don't know. I when I was a kid I wanted to be a fireman. Mm -hmm. Um and then I wanted to be like an airline like an airplane pilot. Not like yeah. an airline pilot, but just like you just know. Like just like you had your own airplane? Something like that. Yeah. And then uh but ultimately none of like the only reason I wanted to be like an airplane pilot so then I could fly to Madison Square Garden mm. and climb to the top of a twenty foot cage, Jackie. Right, of and course. And frog splash. Yes. My fucking <laughs> dominance onto another man. But this man actually does that. Yeah. Twenty year veteran of the game and that's so fucking rad. Yeah. And he's just a lovely person. Probably as well. the nicest person on planet Earth. Yes. Most definitely. Yeah, I easily. would be shocked if there were anyone anyone nicer we would have to kill that man yeah yeah because there's something up there. is what it is yeah exactly something there can only be one there can only be one yeah, weirdo hero, and it has to be the weirdo hero ravenous randy myers hey fellas this episode of show me yours is brought to you by our favorite producers and ball trimmers manscaped the global leaders in below the waist grooming are leaving 2021 with a new product clean yourself into the new year with their ultra premium body wash also special offer alert use the promo code show me yours all caps all one word uh, for 20 percent off and free shipping at manscaped.com four million men already trust manscaped jackie it's time to join them fuck yeah you know what was your favorite part of 2021 jacks Ah, uh, well, uh, probably starting this this podcast. That was and, pretty cool. Uh, getting uh, getting this sweet sponsorship. This is pretty sweet, from, Jackie. Uh, from Manscaped. That was very nice. That's yeah. very nice, but it's all wrong. <laughs> Best part about 2021, mm -hmm. showing you my balls after we got the sponsorship from Manscaped. Yeah, that too. You know, it's 2022. <laughs> it's on. It's on its way. Right, and the last thing that you want to be is the guy with pubes getting in the way of making this year a mm -hmm. complete mess. Jackie, yeah. we're not about that, no. right? It's not 2021 anymore. Mm -mm. You know what I mean? Well, it's well, going to be for a couple more weeks, right? But we, <laughs> we don't want to get lost in semantics, Jackie, because mm -hmm. what it's not, mm -hmm. it's not old school, right? We're not nicking balls anymore. Mm -hmm. We're not showing up to the party with little pieces of toilet paper, you know what I mean? With the little red dot in the middle, okay? Mm -hmm. Like your dad cut himself shaving. That's not what we're doing. Mm -mm. You know what I mean? We're coming in so fresh yeah. and so clean. Especially on the balls. Well, yeah. I mean, balls, butt, and back, Jackie. Manscapes got you. Yeah. Right? Manscapes engineer the ultimate growing and body trimmer. By focusing intelligent functionality and incredibly comfortable grooming experience, their fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. And it's even waterproof. Ah. You can do it in the in the shower, Jackie. I've done it here in the dark. Yeah, yeah. There is a flashlight mm -hmm. and it's amazing. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about being clean. You know, feeling good, smelling good. Right, the new Ultra Premium Body Wash from Manscaped solves all three with the perfect addition to your daily grooming routine, but in the shower. You know, I shower every day, Jackie, right? And I hope mm -hmm. that they do too. Right, this body wash is infused with aloe vera and sea salt to keep your skin Ooh. feeling clean, nice, and moisturized. With Manscaped, you'll be good. You'll be good to go, a brand new man, and ready to kick all those gross hairs and smells out with 2021. Yeah, so, right? Mm -hmm. Once again, insert the code, show me yours, capitals, all one word, 20% off. Huh. Right? And free shipping. Wow. When you go to manscaped.com. You don't say. No, Jackie. Ring in the new year with Manscaped. Thank you, Manscaped. Thank you.
Welcome back to Show Me Yours podcast, everyone. We are joined by a very special guest today, local comedian, wrestling hero, the weirdo hero, ravenous Randy Myers. Oh, hello, friends. <laughs> oh, that is me, darling. Just thank you so much for that tremendous intro. <laughs> Honestly, dude, our pleasure. Very excited to have yeah, you. Well, thank you so much. So I don't know if I've been on a couch this lovely in a long time. Oh, well, you know what? We'd <laughs> well, love to have you, you dirty know. it up, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like this couch cushion might need a little work afterwards. But <laughs> yeah. I, I won't poppy it, you know, Seinfeld, poppy it up. I won't pee. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, if, yeah. like I said, our future in this uh, apartment is uncertain. So you just let yourself do it. Yeah, let it fly. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's, that's why I love you too so much. You're so welcoming. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. They're, Fuck up the couch. Piss all over it. Yeah. We don't shame. That's actually, I have a friend of mine named Tyler, which this is a quote that'll always just stay in my head as I've gone to his apartment uh, for a little like housewarming thing. He was like, hey, make yourself at home. Take a shit in my house, you know? And, uh, yeah, you know what I mean? I was always kind of taken aback by that at first, but I'm like, you know what? That's, a, that's something that I want in me. You know what yeah. I mean? you want to, yeah, it's Southern hospitality. No, that really mm-hmm. is. That really does like let you know that you're a, truly at home. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Not yeah. that like fake at home. Like I want you to not put your feet up on the couch or anything exactly. Like that. Yeah. Like, I want you to shit in my bowl. Yeah. I want you to enjoy <laughs> my bidet. Yeah, I want right? you to settle in, be yeah. comfy. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Isn't that the worst when you get <laughs> yeah. to somebody's house and you almost feel like there's an eye on you? And they're like, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I, I sat on this chair, but I feel like I shouldn't have sat on this chair. Yeah. Nobody it's said anything about it. But it's a no sit chair. This is a no sit chair. Yeah, they they like. <laughs> didn't say anything to breathe, like yeah. inhale that's not a good inhale yeah, exactly yeah. no we don't we don't have any of that we'll roll out every carpet that we have for the icon okay. well, yeah I exactly that. That. <laughs> so sweet yeah no we're so excited to have you on we've been wanting to have you on for a bit and this is a very exciting album too it's one of my favorite yeah. albums this is i mean when we i think uh this is this this podcast here has been in the in the works now what for for months and months. For months. I mean, probably sure. even before yeah. COVID or whatever. We were but talking you, about it, yeah, yeah, pre-COVID. Yeah, and when you talk um about Rancid and about Outcome the Wolves, like um this album is not only like genre defining. I feel like for mm-hmm. like the early '90s, and then it was kind of like the blueprint for a lot of stuff that came after it. Totally. Um, but it's like the reason that I have friends in America. It's the reason you know what I mean. There's so many stories or whatever that I have behind this thing. Um. In 2015, I was at uh, Punk Rock Bowling in Las Vegas, right. and Rancid headlines one of the nights and just plays this album from front to back. Ugh. And it was it was disgusting. It was almost like um, you want to mosh, but there's so many people, so many bodies that you're just kind of just like moving with the wave of <laughs> yeah. them and stuff totally. like that. It was crazy. And then uh, I lost all my friends, and I was walking back to the Golden Nugget Hotel, and I found a kid with a rainbow mohawk that was just like in the ditch. And I'm like, oh, oh this, shit, yeah. this kid needs my help. So I had like a bottle of water on me, and I handed it to him, and I'm like, hey, man, you all right? So he just takes a sip of the water, and I'm just kind of bullshitting with him, making sure that he's going to like, you know, make it back to the, make mm-hmm. it back to wherever he's going. And then a group of his friends come around the corner. And then they were like, whoa, Canadian guy helping out our friend. Like, that's awesome. You know, like, <laughs> do you like drugs? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah. I just gave him water full of ecstasy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was all GHB. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think once they saw him just sipping a water bottle at first, they was like, you know, looking at me like, hey, pal, what are you doing? Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, but no, since then, uh, like, I've I've made some friendships, like, through that group that um, I still hold today. I've been down to San Francisco. We've, like, I've gone to the band and toured with them. We went to Olympia one time to play a show with these 
these guys and oh, stuff. So, there's so many, there's so many, this album just keeps kind of cycling back through and uh, yeah, like feeding my life or whatever. So yeah, mm-hmm. anytime, Perfect. anytime we have mm-hmm. the opportunity to talk to the weirdo hero yes. and about Rancid, please. Yeah. Go hand in hand. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so like where, like, I, now I want to know like um, where, where you find, um, where mm-hmm. you found this one. Okay. So this, like Rancid was my first, was like you said, like they're in, in like, in, uh, I don't know, they're the first induct, in, introduction, introduction. Sure. I don't sure. know. Like, introduction. Talk. Introduction. <laughs> Uh, to punk rock but I remember seeing them on like The Wedge yep. on Much mm-hmm. Music yep. back in oh, the day yeah, and they, yeah. I think it was like this, uh, like their video for maybe it was the Time Bomb video yep. but it was like something and they were like just so elaborately punk rock do you know what I mean like totally. the giant mohawks yeah. and stuff like that and they were like looking like such hellions and I was so drawn to it and totally. so scared that I was drawn to it mm-hmm. you know what right. I mean I'm like oh no like I could see my future ahead of yep. me I was like 11 years old or something like that and I'm like that's like I, I was so like I said like I felt like this is who I am but I was yeah. like I don't know if that's who I want to be right. well, you know was, what I mean well, it was interesting yeah. like what, what year is that because at that point too for me there was like um like Green Day and Blink-182 was obviously like uh was the introduction I think for um like my journey into punk rock that's at like 10 years old so then you have to like there was like skate punk or street punk there's so many kind of like totally. umbrellas of it or whatever yep. but yeah there was something about Rancid that was like there's something about these songs like it's not all just about like girls and your parents and stuff like that there's talking about some real shit here that I like gravitated towards for sure it's like it's just it, like i remember it was being played on the radio too and that mm-hmm. was the thing like there wasn't a lot of punk that was like kind of making that cross totally. to the radio to like mainstream play or whatever and mm-hmm. i mean it was still on like the like edgier punk rock station or whatever totally. but like i could hear it in the car with my mom and stuff like that and i remember like time bomb was the first song i ever called into the radio station to have played that's Aww, amazing like, that's I, awesome i don't even know whether people yeah but it's like it absolutely <laughs> could be on like i mean it's funny like classic rock radio as you get older is like uh, when you were a kid it's like you know the best of the 60s 70s and 80s sure. yeah. <laughs> the best of the 70s 80s 90s or whatever yeah, right yeah, so yeah. Um, the time bomb there's and I mean and not the only hit on this album there's a lot of like ska riffs or whatever that are like sure. super accessible mm-hmm. yeah you know what I mean for like um for as hard as like Maxwell murder comes in right at track one exactly. <laughs> like so, kicks the shit so fast yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> then um but the, yeah there's also especially time bomb I yep. mean that's something exactly. that like you, you know you and your mom could totally groove to right? exactly yeah, yeah yeah there's so much great stuff on there like journey to the end of these Bay oh is my, my God, absolute yeah. favorite song of all time mm-hmm. I remember the first rancid concert I ever went to I said if they they were playing two nights in a row and I'm like I've got to play that song yeah and i'm like if they play journey to the end of the east bay i'm good and that's all i starts need. off with like right. the greatest bass riff ever you know when it comes in that was how they started the show so Fuck, i just yeah. like instantly was like so in love and so happy and like content so everything from there on was like a bonus totally yeah, yeah. oh yeah. my god that's i there's there's something about like the the opening of a show when you're like you're sitting there thinking like well as long as I get this one song and then anything is good right yeah, and then like yeah, yeah you're like, like the floodgates are fucking broken there's a for a while like uh, Rancid was touring I think for like two or three shows or whatever I've seen them just open with radio oh yeah and like that is like when Tim comes out there and he's like here it is here I am turn it up fucking loud <laughs> totally. and you're like ah. God, it's so perfect it's so perfect <laughs> it's um it's kind of cool too that you can see like um like the same faces in the crowd now too like um just being like Vancouver is kind of relatively small especially like the community or whatever so it's kind of interesting to to like bump into people that you'd only see at like a hundred percent you only know because here. you put your arm around them in a drunken haze and sung <laughs> lyrics like that you're just so akin to both of your hearts you know like almost gospel yeah, yeah. to yeah. each other there's a kid and i can't i don't know his name but i know that he lives in maple ridge and um but he's got life won't wait tattooed on his arm and uh right. so do i <laughs> 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 that was yeah that was a pretty big uh, pretty big moment 
was like every time I see him, it's always just that. It's not. It's not like a like a nod of acceptance. Like I'm hogging this guy. Totally, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy falls in the pit. I'm picking him oh, up. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, that goes for anybody, but I'm picking him up fast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've got my eye kind of cornered on him all night just to make sure he's yeah, yeah. You keep watch over him. Oh, dude. Yeah, well, the kid yeah. from Maple Ridge, like when he gets down to the Commodore for like the one night a year, like he's coming. And you, you, you could, you know, when you're at the bar and you're like, oh, this, like you can always see the guy that's gonna get it. You're yeah. like, yeah. oh, I think that's the guy that's gonna get it tonight. Totally. I just saw the way you bump into that guy for the fifth time. You're like, oh, fuck. We gotta keep an eye on this kid. Yeah, we drank a little too much for sure. Yeah, yeah. It's always like that's um I don't know. It's one of those things that you can't like for comedy. It's always like it's it's always weird. But like I understand the pregame, but sometimes where it's just like it's it's too excessive yep. like i was yeah. on a um <laughs> I was on my way into this festival in san bernardino um like right outside of la and it was so fucking hot mm -hmm. that like we're peaking like 100 before the gates are even open and this kid that i was there with um was just like going nuts on like a bottle of like southern comfort or like wild wild turkey or something like that and um he passed out in the line before we even got to the show. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, come on, yeah. man. Yeah. Like, no, for sure. No, for me, for like, they were all from the States. Or so this guy only maybe drove like six hours, but I took a plane and then drove six hours to get here. So like, I'm <laughs> fucking, I'm at least yeah. getting in the game. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? I think, yeah, because we're like being Canadian, that not that many shows come around, you know, or totally. we have to go mm -hmm. super far to go to the shows that I think we make sure that like, we get totally hammered at the show I rather think, than exactly. missing the show be totally. by getting drunk yeah, beforehand. Yeah, you're in the door. Exactly. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then go wild. <laughs> well, it, well, I mean, there's nothing worse. Like, I've been to, like, so many events where, uh, like like we said, the kid that's going to get it, you know yeah. I mean, he's already just, like, wild in the lineup and they just mm -hmm. won't even let him in or something sure. like that or he yeah. fucks up, like, you know, just like, mm -hmm. you see it and you're just like, oh, okay, well, I'm, like, I've fucked up but I've never been, like, that guy, which I'm, like, which I'm excited about. Like, kicked out of the show. Like, yeah, yeah, no, like, yeah. I mean, I've been, I've been asked to many a bar but yeah rarely when the band show. is playing yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. i've gotten like the like i don't want to see you crowd surfing anymore and totally <laughs> like we really don't want to see you crowd surfing anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but I've never i'm not gonna tell you any more exactly, times yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is the last time <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And you're like, yeah, no, I mean, I'm sorry that was the last time, but like, I just realized you were a little slow on the right side. So if I fake left and go, yeah. like, exactly, yeah, yeah, I'm getting around you every time. Yeah. You didn't say anything about getting on the stage and then jumping off the stage. So. Yeah. That's like, that's yeah. really funny for um, like uh, what a venue doesn't expect the the band that they book. You know what I mean? Right. Um, yeah. There's a place. Uh, it's it's is it Thunderbird Stadium, the the uh, the UBC hockey arena. They have um. There's a, a sports. Item. Yeah, yeah. Oh well. There's um. There's an arena out there, and they rarely put on shows. But Dropkick Murphys and Rancid did like the Boston to Berkeley okay, um, yeah, tour yeah. like yeah. a few years ago, and I mean I've seen those bands like all over town, and that was like weird booking like UBC. Interesting. Okay, sure. so we'll go all yeah. the way out there, and we get there, and it's this hockey arena, and you can tell that these um are like. UBC students that don't like that are just kind of like I don't know if they're you know volunteer they just work at this place they're not expecting what's about to happen here <laughs> and I'm walking in and I'm like this is the security staff and I just look at my pops and I'm like like we've been going to like Rancid shows for like a decade or whatever and I'm just like oh these poor kids do for sure this mm -hmm. is gonna be fucking nuts because they basically had like the seating kind of area um, like on the floor um, before uh, there was a band from the from the UK called the Selector that was on first. So okay, it was yeah. kind of like dance and ska grooves and yeah. stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And all those chairs were the fuck out of there. And everybody that was in the bleachers has now just come to the floor or yeah. whatever. So it's complete <laughs> chaos. And nobody knows where they're <laughs> supposed to be. And I'm like, fuck, that took 15 minutes. <laughs> UBC stuff is like, oh no. I bet. Oh yeah, dear. I bet it probably got to the point where like if I'm one of those kids, like I'm just like I'll I'd take my shirt off and just like go into the crowd or whatever and just like yeah, dance. Exactly. Like fuck this. Mm -hmm. Like <laughs> I don't know if this is gonna be. 
worth, you know, everything that's going to be. Because, like, the band, um, I mean, if it's, if it's like, um, like more aggressive music, I, I think the thing about, like, fast music or hard music or whatever, um, it, it'll bring, like, a certain kind of people or whatever. But, like, there was nobody there. I mean, maybe a Dropkick Murphy show, you'll get a fucking asshole or whatever. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It'll happen. But, <laughs> I mean, for the most part, everybody was just so excited to be there. And we're like, we're not going to dance in the stadium. We're going to dance together on the floor exactly. or whatever, right? Yeah. So it was kind of just a peaceful, like... Hi, how are you? We're just yeah. hopping the <laughs> hopping the boards. Exactly. <laughs> I love about yeah. that. Like that's what's yeah. like the epitome of like what punk rock to me. Totally, like, that community mm-hmm. thing where it's not like it's it's wild and it looks like dangerous from the outside, but Absolutely. it's so not dangerous and it's so loving and it's so like I don't. It always feels like church to me when I'm in like it, that pit. You know, what it I really mean? Like, yeah. for lack of a better term, mm-hmm. like just that yeah. connection with the per- person person I don't know that's beside me. You totally. know what I mean? But like I'd still like we're all kind of a family i think yeah Yeah. i used to get like really nervous especially moving down to the city and um even now like i have um like friends in that community because i'm from going to shows and stuff but i don't like um like actually like hang out in like the like a music community or punk rock community or whatever so it's um a lot of times you go to shows alone or um and it's funny when you're younger because you're kind of going like oh i don't really know how to like meet people or something this but then once you kind of get over that and you're like hey just go up to somebody be like hey i'm johnny how's it going you're like fuck i'm like really good at making friends because oh wait a minute you guys like this band too (laughs) you know what i mean right like once you have that you can kind of kick the door in or whatever like it's i i it's funny because there's a lot of it um especially with um like elitist almost like about like the uh, music scenes and stuff like that but like when a lot of that um like goes away you stop caring about like what t-shirt you wore to the show or, you know yeah. what i mean or like that like yeah. you know are people are like punker than now or whatever that'll like yeah. look down on you for whatever right because now i think everybody's a little bit older and now you're seeing like you know green day patches on a black flag jacket or stuff like that everybody's doing their thing right like once you can kind of uh, you know let that um let that stuff slip by you know just kind of like opens up for yeah some of the like the fucking best nights of my life exactly mm-hmm. just like yeah that like it doesn't need to be this or that it's not defined by one thing or another totally or a yeah, sound exactly. or a certain look or whatever it's kind mm-hmm. of just based on like it's all art and it's about expression yeah exactly just right? being like true to themselves totally and, like, yeah, yeah. what mm-hmm. they like yeah. yeah and like the release too i think like the adrenaline and like the the you know you like it i it's funny because you could be opinionated about music because you like it a certain way right um there's this uh thing in my head about like um like the music that i love i like to keep it the same right as soon as like um you kind of complain that it's getting stale but then when you see the new kids come and do it a little bit differently you're like well i don't know about that you know what i mean right so you um you can kind of watch it evolve into a thing that um uh i was listening to somebody say that like like the new punk now is like these kids like rapping or whatever with like face tattoos and dyed hair and stuff like that or whatever and they're taking it just totally in a different direction it might not sonically sound Mm -hmm. you know what i mean the same way but if Mm -hmm. you look at like you know the diy ethics that they're doing they're putting on their own shows and and, then figuring out their own like kind of way through it or whatever there's nothing that's not punk rock about that (laughs) there's no rules you know what i mean yeah it's not as even as strict as punk rock was totally. it's not le- mm-hmm. all leather jackets it's not all exactly. a certain sound it doesn't mean mm-hmm. to be mm-hmm. a, the same instruments or whatever it's it can totally. do whatever way you can do it mm-hmm. right yeah. the DIY I think is the heart of that like Absolutely. punk rock or mm-hmm. like just art in general you Definitely. know like yeah. everything like whether it be the stand up community mm-hmm. or wrestling or whatever yeah. it's all has to start from that kind of like grassroots ground up well yeah, yeah exactly yeah. Right? and like not like waiting for someone to like give you like permission to do something exactly. just like doing it yourself even yeah. though like it's gonna take a lot longer but totally that's the reason we're doing this anyways. fucking show exactly. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah and it feels like there's been a resurgence in that kind of i don't know whether it's been like through like the lockdown and stuff like that mm-hmm. and through like the use of the internet and stuff mm-hmm. like that we've yeah. been able to like people 
kind of realizing more dreams and stuff like that and taking more stabs in the dark, you know? Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. I think, well, like, as, um, as the, uh, everything gets, like, more accessible, you realize, like, the... Like it's a big world, but it's kind of not. It's, it's small, right? Like everybody has. There's a there's a lane for you if you can kind of like you know chisel your own for thing sure. out of it. And like you said, there's nobody's gonna give it uh, give it to you, right? So yep. at that point, mm-hmm. why not? You know what I mean? Yep. I'm like set up a ring in a backyard, but I mean you're well above that though. Like as far as mm-hmm. I mean, it's a weird segue, but you have no idea my love for punk rock and wrestling. Yeah, and to sit on the couch <laughs> with the fucking with the with the punk rock warlord. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like so interested, like how you started like getting into wrestling and like that whole uh like journey oh, cool, to okay. like where you are now yeah i uh i was like always like a theatrical kid mm-hmm. so like you know yeah right I know. <laughs> weird huh <laughs> um and so like that was always kind of my like path and like kind of doing drama classes and like helping out like being volunteering at theater productions and stuff like that mm-hmm. and then like i did drama all through school and then got to like grade 12 and then was in like this relationship and had my first like heartbreak with this yeah. woman yeah and then she was in the drama class and then my like angsty teenage energy like mm-hmm. needed somewhere to go right so then i started like taking like they started teaching us pratfalls mm-hmm. in drama class oh. and then i was like oh these look terrible yeah because yeah. i was into wrestling right? right so i was like these falls look so phony baloney and yeah. i have so much angst and i'm emo is all yeah. fuck and yeah. i want to show people how much pain i'm in mm-hmm. you know so i want to like i want to fall down for real so then every chance i got i fell down as hard as i possibly could yeah. and the teacher just got like they were on my ass every, all the time <laughs> if i got hurt they're gonna like lose their teacher this is hamlet like tell you again <laughs> yeah. no more falling you had, to, you had to go through the table like, you had yeah. to go through the table this is so many where did you props. get that chair <laughs> yeah, 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 no, i would find that stuff all over and i would like use the props and stuff like that and, and then so eventually I got like kicked out of the class and then I went home and like told my mom I got kicked out of drama class and she's like, well, like, what are you going to do now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, like, I don't know, I guess wrestling, you know? And then there was at that time Stampede Wrestling, which is like, I'm from Calgary. Oh, so okay. Mm-hmm. has a history with wrestling. Absolutely. Uh, like, the, like the Bret Hart, uh, Bret Hart, like the entire Hart family. Is the that Hart the whole family, thing? Yeah, okay. exactly. The Hart family dungeon and all that. And Stampede mm-hmm. Wrestling was like their promotion that they yep. started. Right? right. So it had a resurgence in like 1999 and I had started going to like those live indie shows. Mm-hmm. And then they had like been, they were filmed and then put on TV the net, like filmed the week before and then aired the next week. So like on like a, like a local, like a cable access kind so, of that's yeah. so awesome yeah. right on it was super cool and you could yeah. see like us in the front row and I'd be yeah. making a big ass of myself and that was the first time <laughs> you got I signs and shit out yeah, there yeah. 100%. Yeah. I remember one time I got in trouble because I put like a hot dog in a condom and I was like just waving it around <laughs> above my head like whatever I could do to get attention right? like it was oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah they had a thing where they <laughs> give out yeah, that, one really, that one didn't really that one didn't really pop off you know what yeah. I mean you're watching, <laughs> no, you can watch AEW tonight you're not seeing nobody doing that <laughs> gimmick, yeah, right? Right? I was ahead of my time I know what we're bringing <laughs> it's safety you know it's promoting safe sex 100% 100% so they were like these shows were like so cool and they, I had gone to punk rock shows when I was young like the local mm-hmm. In- mm-hmm. indie shows or whatever and loved that and well yeah so that. I mean uh, yeah. but like uh, like 90s Calgary that's chicks dig it and like there's mm-hmm. a lot of cool shit going Knuckle on there. Okay, stuff like yeah, that. yeah, yeah there was for sure Belvedere am I right yeah, yeah, yeah totally fuck yeah, yeah, nice, exactly yeah. yeah so like I remember going to like it was like an easy transition from going to like the like multicultural center to watch you know, punk rock shows to the multicultural center to watch a wrestling show. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. put a lot of the same energy, but not necessarily the same people. Totally. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then they would have commercials in between when they would air the wrestling show on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And it would say like, oh, if you want to become a professional wrestler, come down here. And there was like a school that was for kids. 
it was the only professional wrestling school for kids in the world at the time, actually. So, no shit. and because uh, I was 17, I wasn't able to go to the dungeon quite yet. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So then I went to Ted Hart's Pro Wrestling School for Kids, mm-hmm. and then I started training there. And then within like a year, there was like a TV deal that was going to oh, happen. Shit. So we no got like shit. signed to this wow. weird like MTV children's wrestling promotion it was called like matt rats oh cool wow. yeah and it was very like we had like four shows it had wow. like but it was with like eric bischoff and a bunch of the big names no from shit. ecw and mm-hmm. stuff like that because it was like in between it was in that in between zone where ecw had just gone under wcw had just gone under yeah. Yeah. a little bit like inside baseball here. totally yeah. no yeah um so there was like all these kind of this talent that was like kind of executive producer style talent that was Mm -hmm. available right so they Mm -hmm. kind of like came in mtv was hot still at the time still airing the odd music video yeah before Mm -hmm. jersey shore yeah so um, but like the start of the transition exactly right so they were looking for something like a like a reality show based around youth wrestling right Right. and so they started this show and then all of a sudden this kids wrestling camp became like basically the farm how how were you like when you're watching the like if you go back and watch those tapes? I mean, were you just like young, terrible? Like did you already have like a gimmick yeah. kind of figured out? Oh, or? I was yeah. brutal. What, I was you, what was your what was your? Yeah, what was I, your... I mean, I just I want to even know like what the as like a 17 year old kid just getting into a wrestling ring like immediately yeah. looking around being like yeah. I'm gonna fucking do some backflips right but I'm oh, not I'm not that guy I'd be more of a brawler I feel like so I went in there with a very theater based thing but mm-hmm. it was very much because it was like such a history of professional wrestling in Calgary like mm-hmm. and this was the Hart, Hart family's like third generation they had wrestling in their blood they were Absolutely. so good they were able to mm-hmm. backflip out of the womb no you shit. know what yeah. I mean and yeah. I was this theater kid who had never done anything athletic my entire life mm-hmm. I had like gone out of my way to not even do gym class right. I got it so I could write out like like do essays on on sports instead of doing gym <laughs> class because I hated it. I, I despised gym class. You were jacked. Yeah, <laughs> that right? is hilarious to think about that. Yeah. Currently, right? Like, <laughs> I hate it. Despised it though. Like the idea of like competitiveness yeah. always yeah, drove yeah. me nuts. Right. Yeah, so finding wrestling where it's like not competitive. It's yeah. working right. together. Yeah, it's yeah. A, I don't care if I win or lose. It's all about the storytelling. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? yeah. So finding that really was a fit. So then when I got into the wrestling ring for the first time and all these kids were doing this incredible athletic maneuvers, I was like, oh, fuck. Like, I'm like, I can't do any of this stuff. Totally. Forever to like learn anything. But what they needed was they needed a body to like take these moves. Right. So I could be the person who took the moves. So that was really where like I got like, my, my like broke my teeth in being the person like being the bump dummy yeah right. and yep. then from there i got good at taking the bumps and then when the mat rats kind of folded um stampede wrestling still needed people i was by mm-hmm. that point i was 18 so i could go to the dungeon mm-hmm. and i got an invite to, to go to the dungeon and there they continued to use me as their bump dummy for like the next like four years until the like every closed. everything yeah. that i've seen about that is just like um like basically you just go down there and old man heart would just beat the shit out of you was that, yeah. <laughs> he was he was like 88 by the time i got oh, there wow. so yeah. he wasn't able to do too many i yeah. just got right. the only submission i got was a stiff handshake yeah. where he would like put his thumb in this pressure point yeah. on your yeah. hand yeah, yeah. Right? so that's some old grandpa Ooh. shit right yeah. there yeah. Right? <laughs> it was still badass it was like the next generation that was kind of beating me up yeah. or whatever right. so they needed like they were all future stars and they were like we're not going to beat each other up you totally, know what I mean totally. we need somebody to kind of like rough up or whatever mm-hmm. but they were always safe then once safe you get in there and stuff. you kind of come to your own and stuff like that like I mean you've been doing this now for how long like, 20 years no shit wow. yeah, 20 oh years that God. is insane yeah. and I mean yeah, you look like you're good like is any of that um, like it doesn't look like uh you know, you, you don't look like it's been like kicking the shit out of you either. Like, have I've you've had to probably had to learn to 
Totally. Like, and yeah. I've had like my times where I thought it was like cool to be extra violent or whatever. Sure. Like when we're all young and like right. want to be extra over the top and extreme with our art and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And then kind of learned how to like where my lane is. Stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You stop giving, giving them color. Well, I, just, <laughs> yeah. like, I realized like that if you look at the top stars in almost anything, it's like they kind of find exactly what they are and then sell that. Right? Yeah. Totally. Like, yeah. Stone Cold's drinking a beer. The totally. Rock is raising an eyebrow. Yeah. Hulk Hogan was ripping his shirt. Like yep. these things yeah. are so minimal. If you really like look at the grand scheme of yeah. things, what totally. you're paying to see isn't them get beat up. Totally. Yeah. You're paying to see them do this like little like catchphrasey thing or whatever yeah, yeah like mannerisms of, totally yeah, like you're going yeah. to see them play their favorite your favorite song mm-hmm. interesting you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? yeah. like we don't want to go to see yeah. a band play all new material yeah you want to hear your favorite song it's the as same much band. as you support that yeah. band and like as much as you love that band and you totally. want yeah. to see them evolve and stuff like that you like you better fucking play radio do you're like then when they play journey to the end of the east bay you're exactly. happy whatever else happens 100%. that night is gold if total yeah. drinks his beer you're if, Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So now I just like have like my little wave. I have like little mm-hmm. kind of mannerisms and yep. little tricks that I pull in the ring that kind of are are still my act, but they're mm-hmm. not necessarily as action based. Cheers to the new year, ladies. We're so excited to be ringing in the new year with our sponsor, Manscaped, the producer of the only ball trimmer I trust to treat my man well is leaving 2021 with a new product to keep him clean. Introducing their brand new ultra premium body wash. And we have a special offer as our New Year's present to you, Flashers. Yeah, we do. You can get 20% off and free shipping when you use the code SHOWMEYOURS, all caps, all one word, at manscaped.com. Johnny, what was the highlight of 2021 for you? Well, Jackie, yeah, there's a there's a lot. There's a lot that was great about this year. There's a mm-hmm. lot that sucked, but um, honestly, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. It's kind of that my balls are never gonna smell gross again. Yeah. Right. There's mm-hmm. a lot of products that uh, that have been coming in that I've been, you know, maybe just thinking that soap was enough. Right. You know, for a long time, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm not gonna lie to you, mm-hmm. I'm a new man. Yeah, yeah. Similarly, that was also the highlight for me. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm looking forward to another year of uh, your fresh balls. (laughs) Jackie, you got him. You got him. The new year doesn't always have to mean a new man, but it does mean it's time to get him a new ball trimmer just in time for 2022. Get him the best trimmer in men's grooming with the Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0 so we can ring in the new year the right way. Hell yeah. Manscaped created the ultimate groin and body trimmer by focusing on creating a comfortable grooming experience. Their fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents. And we love that. We don't want grooming accidents. Jackie, I'm not afraid to put that thing anywhere. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. That's saying a lot. Yeah. And say goodbye to beard hair around the sink because this trimmer is waterproof. So time to get him to shave in the shower. Keep it clean, boys. Keep it clean. (laughs) And while he's in there, make sure he has the new ultra premium body wash from Manscaped to leave him feeling and smelling good. Their body wash is the perfect addition to its self-care routine, and it's also infused with aloe vera and sea salt to keep skin feeling nice, clean, and moisturized. The perfect way to leave him feeling confident once he gets out of the shower is with the Manscaped Refined Cologne. 
It leaves him smelling amazing and features their same signature scent that's in all Manscaped formulas, the perfect complement to his self-care collection. With Manscaped, he'll look and smell like a new man. Use yeah. code SHOWMEYOURS for 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Update his confidence with the right tools and perfect sense this new year with Manscaped. Again, you can get 20% off and free shipping with the code SHOWMEYOURS, all one word, at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code SHOWMEYOURS. Upgrade his 2022 self-care routine with Manscaped. Thank you and happy new year. You know, but it, well, it's it's interesting because, um, like wrestling, kind of have that like uh, like hyper macho, you know, kind of like no room for what you do in there. You're almost antagonistic to a crowd at a point that you're just like mm-hmm. playing with their own homophobia and stuff totally. like yeah, that, which is yeah, 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 yeah. so cool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know I mean? Exactly. Yeah. It gives me so much room. So like, uh, it, growing up in Calgary was like, and being like, not like like a sexually normal or whatever yeah, sexually right. straight you know yeah. what I mean right. um, was always kind of like it was it's it's redneck there you know what I mean yeah course. not a great yeah. place to prance around oh, no yeah. for sure so even Still very much so totally right yeah. so long yeah. before I had like that was out in the ring as I mm-hmm. you know um, sure I was like, they, people were able to see this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the, that bully kind of gaydar that people could turn on. Yeah. They'd see it through me. And that was what they'd heckle me about oh, yeah. mm-hmm. in the ring, whether it be in, even in high school, all the, mm-hmm. all the way up. Even sure. before I knew what was going on with my own sexuality. <laughs> they knew somehow. Yeah. <laughs> they could sniff it out, right? Like, there's something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's because they thought I was cute. I know exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They wish you were a farmhand. You exactly. know what I mean? Right? 100%. <laughs> So then the idea of playing a feminine in the ring was like not, it would have been just, I was automatically been a heel. I would automatically been like, had forced into stereotypes and and done stuff, work that I didn't want to do. Totally. Well, I mean, Goldust, like, I mean, like he is from like a wrestling family of, (laughs) (laughs) you know what I mean? And then kind of, yeah. yeah, and taking that, gimmick. I mean, it's got to be almost like detrimental unless that's who you are, right? I think like it, it seems like, um, he was almost like, yeah, like they, they, they made him out to be like a, like a weirdo or a villain and stuff like yep. that. And kind of, um, especially when you have like, you know, your ringside announcers going like, what the hell is this? Exactly. Has yeah, anybody yeah. else mm-hmm. really done that to that level? Like, I mean, um, really kind of explored like femininity in the, in a ring like mm-hmm. that. There has been off and on stuff that's been like, there's been some interesting work that's mm-hmm. been done. Most mm-hmm. of it has been like mocking, you know yeah, what I mean? Unfortunately. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, but there has been over like there's been stuff that's kind of stuck through over mm-hmm. the years. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That you're like, wait a second. If you look at this, I think they wrote it as a homophobic angle. But then if you actually look at the work, you're like, it's not actually. Oh, right. <laughs> it actually is progressing. Things. Interesting. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? There was yeah. a great angle with uh, Santino. I don't know if you remember him. He was like a, a com- comedy wrestler, basically. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. And then for a short time, he came in as his twin sister, Santina, <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. he was doing yeah. like he was in yeah. drag the whole right. time. Yeah. But right. it was like there was never any negative punchline on it he was right. just in drag and then he was just sentina when yeah he yeah. was in drag nice. he was sentina he <laughs> represented sentina and they addressed him as such or them as <laughs> such yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally yeah. Like, wait a second i think they were trying to make a joke here but it didn't <laughs> <plan>. <laughs> you know, like, accidentally progressing <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> accidentally progressive, which is what wrestling does hey, man, we'll That's take awesome. a win any way we awesome. can get That's it right yeah, exactly yeah. <laughs> so then kind of like being more um being more out there with my own sexuality kind of when I came to the West Coast mm-hmm. and then doing more stuff in Seattle and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, trying to be the person who's not the 
trying to be the weirdo hero, trying totally. to be the yeah. person who you expect to maybe be a heel by the way they present or the way they look or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And by stereotypes and gender or like totally. gender norms or like um, society norms, mm-hmm. yeah. then I'm not that, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And I feel yeah. that gives it a place for people who are like me to be like, Oh, I'm not always the bad person. Right. Yeah, exa- yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. I mean, to vilify somebody for being themselves or whatever, especially in, um, uh, in an in an industry that in itself is a 100% theatrical you yeah, know what I mean totally. and so hyper gay like yeah, you know, yeah. T- <laughs> so ridiculous so, people are yeah. like oh look at this gay one and you're like, very charged yeah, yeah. 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 like second <laughs> I'm gonna oil up these biceps before yeah. I call this guy a homo like I mean yeah, just like, yeah. Yeah. hey can you get my back Greg look at these queers over here yeah. 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100% I've seen that I've seen yeah. that so many times especially with like the long flowing hair Everything 100%. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like you said, the baby oil, yeah. the small tights. Yeah, 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 yeah. the perfect tan. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, what are we Don't doing you dare now? use that picture of me on that poster. Don't you dare use that poster <laughs> picture of me. <laughs> oh, I imagine there's got to be like the Madonnas and the Divas oh, back there I and stuff sure, like that. Sure, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, without. So much about appearances. For yeah. sure. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. 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 Definitely. I don't think you're going to throw anybody under the bus and stuff, but do you have anything like, um, like, uh, or any stories like that that you could just kind of shake your head at, you know what I mean? Like, at what point does a wrestler kind of um, uh, are they able to kind of demand these things, or at what point mm-hmm. is like a prima donna just kind of asked to get the fuck out of here? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good question. Um, have I ever been asked to get the fuck out of here? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I, I, I honestly, unfortunately, I'll be honest. I, I think I would be, pre- I would have been a prima donna. Oh at no, times, shit. for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, definitely. Like I have. Well, I mean, had, twenty years is a long road. I'm sure you've been a lot oh, of different yeah. things. I mean, through exactly. I've been a prima donna. I've been Madonna. I've been everything in between. But like, I yeah, I've had like like after like some successes in the business or whatever you get a bit of big head you know what totally. I mean and you do get those things like why, or why am I not on the poster or why am I in the main event and not central yeah. on the poster you know yeah. what I mean and you yeah. have to have that like it's important to have people around to like burst your bubble right. and to tell you be like you know you're lucky for what you have totally be grateful and stuff like just shut up absolutely yeah. you know what I mean because we'll I think we can all get that way if we have too much like air pumped into our heads. Sp- I think oh, you see definitely. that in comedy even. Big like, sure. Well, yeah. why, why is his face bigger than my face on the poster? Yeah. <laughs> totally, right? We get that <laughs> shit. That oh, yeah. I'll yeah. get that, um, like, even... Uh, even with just spots, like it's always funny where you're going shit. Like I'm putting in all the work, I'm doing all this stuff. Yep. I, I want to try this new material, blah blah blah. Why the fuck aren't I on this show? And then you yep. look around, you're like, wait a minute, there's only X amount of shows. Mm-hmm. And read whose name. Like there's a lot of comics that have been doing like that. You know that arguably probably de- are more deserving of that spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're well, not on that fucking poster yep. either. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know exactly. What I mean? yeah. yeah. So like yeah. it's 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 tough. But once you were kind of uh, able to step back and look and go, oh my shit does stink. Like yeah. oh okay, yeah, here we go. Yeah. Like we could just. Uh, <laughs> That's why it's important to not ever get too good. I figure because that way I'm always like, look at me, I suck. And yeah. then <laughs> honestly look at that. Oh, that wasn't so great. So yeah, keeps yeah. my head small. You keep that. Ep- yeah. You keep the expectations. Exactly. You know, minimum, a little yeah. bit low. Definitely yeah. a little bit low. <laughs> <laughs> and so then how when did like comedy come into come into all of this okay so like it was like when i mentioned the story earlier about like getting kicked out of drama class mm-hmm. two i did two things i went to i wanted to go to wrestling school but i also wanted to go to improv school right it was like a cool there was like yeah. a loose moose theater company which was like a big improv school cool. within calgary and i'm right. like so those were my two interests and i went to the improv school and everyone was like 35 plus uh, and right. I was fairly decent at it like I mm-hmm. could got like a yeah, like a chuckle or whatever yeah, right, right? Yeah. and I'm like okay so I could kind of do this and then mm-hmm. I went to the wrestling school and everyone was 15 doing backflips and I'm yeah. like woof <laughs> 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 so 
And then I was like, okay, so I have to do this in an order. I have to do like wrestling I could do first. Like yeah. it's not like you could do 15 years as a comedian and then right. go into wrestling, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah, so I'm like, yeah. I need to do like get athletic while I'm young, still yeah, have right. a chance. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then so I was like, okay, I'll do this first and then I'll get into into doing some sort of like comedy or mm-hmm. improv or whatever. Yeah. Um, so then I was like, I, I planned like I'm going to do this until I'm, you know, 25 or yeah. years old or whatever. And then I'm going to get, if nothing's happened, if I'm not in WWE by then, I'm going to go. Totally. To, and then I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, for some time, by the time I'm 30 or whatever. And those, well, like that's right. the funny yeah. thing yeah. about yeah. being, right. about being young and kind of putting those like number markers yeah. on your success or yeah. like on your goals and stuff like that is really hard. Cause I mean, mm-hmm. Hey, then you have to, you know, give yourself a year for this or what I mean. Fucking COVID took, uh, you know, 18 months. This, you know yeah. what I mean, right? And yeah. then you like get to that age and you're like, I was crazy to think that. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. totally. just not oh, realistic. Yeah. <laughs> At 31, I'm realizing I have a lot more work to do. <laughs> yeah, totally. Or you're just like, oh, like, I just want more bookings or whatever. Totally. You're having yeah. fun doing what you're doing. And you're of like, course, oh, I don't yeah. want to give this up now. Or yeah. like you're starting to see some momentum. You don't know yeah. where your career is going to be. Well, absolutely. Right? Especially in, um, in a thing like wrestling, it seems to be pretty like transient as well. I mean, if For you're sure. um, like, I'm, I'm sure there's like, you kind of come from like a, a legendary area, but I mean, to get work, like, have you, like, where's the farthest places that, um, you know, that, that you've traveled just to get hit in oh. the face with a chair? <laughs> yeah, no. So I guess the farthest place I, I've been to England and I've been oh, to no Hawaii. For wild, Ooh, yeah, yeah. Nice. So, like, both of those were pretty ridiculously far. Yeah, uh, to absolutely. get hit with the chair or to have someone's butt shoved in your face <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> but yeah, like, like you said, it is all over the place. Like, mm-hmm. it's not, especially Canada's hard, right? Like, as we know, like, it's not. Uh, there's not a huge population, you totally. know what I mean? So like in the States, there's so many different wrestling promotions and they can yeah. do well because there's like little, like you could have a hardcore promotion, a comedy promotion, mm-hmm. an all woman's promotion mm-hmm. no and, shit, eh? and all non-binary promotion yeah. In, yeah. in cities and they can all do well. Where, Did, um, do you kind of have um, uh, like a lifespan in, in that territory for a time too? Because then can you kind of like bounce around and go from here to there and still like, you know, kind of have like longevity as a career? Because totally. I mean, yeah. in Canada, it seems like shit, like you only have like, like six markets or something like totally that? yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's pretty hard especially with markets that you don't necessarily want to go like like there's still going back to alberta with my act as it is now is yeah. still kind of yeah. sketchy to me totally yeah. you know i could imagine I mean? like you got yeah. some balls to get in there and do that shit anywhere but mm-hmm. i mean yeah. to going going into the lion's den <laughs> yeah, right which kind of feels like maybe something i should do at some absolutely point. Yeah. Yeah. pushing also, and challenging like moving the yeah moving, moving the ball forward exactly yeah. but then also I've also done my fair share of shows in small town Alberta and stuff. Yeah, like I've done years and years of that. So you want to continuously move your career forward, absolutely. Yeah, there are pockets like I did ten years in Alberta. Then I came out here to do stuff here. Mm -hmm. Did a lot of stuff in BC and then kind of started doing stuff in Seattle mostly Mm -hmm. and stuff like that in the states and was kind of like Oregon and stuff like that. Okay, and some stuff in in California. Nice. Yeah, Yeah. Nice. So yeah. I've been to the to the East Bay. I've sung "Journey to the End of the East Bay" into the East Bay, <laughs> dude. Which that, I'm pretty sure not you're not allowed to do. It's like no stairway in the Wayne's World. Man, I I like. Dude, there's something about that that you 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 dream about that moment. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, um, Olympia, Washington, another <laughs> fantastic mm-hmm. song on this. Um, when you get to Olympia and you start hanging out with like uh, like punks there, there will they will tell you immediately that uh, that song is about Seattle. (laughs) 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 They have like... There's like there's no 52nd in Broadway. <laughs> yeah, there's no the Fun House is a very popular venue in Seattle. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think like I don't know it's just like uh, like back to Olympia sounds better than back to Seattle I guess or whatever. Yeah, yeah. No, for sure. So we were doing um uh yeah we were doing karaoke at at this um uh 
one of the girls that put the show on kind of invited everybody back to like this punk house and we were all just uh, like flopping there a bunch of bands that were kind of on tour and stuff and um, first going for uh, Juicy by Biggie okay. they were like this is a nice kid but he knows too many of these words let's uh, <laughs> 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 see where really, this goes mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah no yeah, you say neighbor Instead. Yeah. <laughs> Very sweet. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then, uh, but then getting into Olympia, I, I sung it at this house party, and I didn't realize that that song wasn't about Olympia. Yeah, so yeah, everybody's yeah. like, fuck this guy. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah. And uh, we just, I, I did a duet with my buddy Guy, and when we were done, like, where, where'd everybody go? <laughs> I would expect big pop. Cleared out, the, yeah. Li- yeah, yeah. Cleared out right. the living room. Yeah, oh, yeah, no, yeah, Road Warrior shit, but that just exactly. wasn't the case. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but, like, the East Bay is one of the. Like that, that it always does kind of like feel like a mecca thing, especially like meeting those, um, you know, all those, all those buddies there, um, kind of they're from that neighborhood. So when I get there, it's like taking the Daily City train, or yeah. you know what I mean, like going to these like you know little like kind of landmarks or whatever that you just hear about and stuff. Where like even the like the tenderloin stepping over a piece of human shit is like this mm-hmm. is a this is a rite of passage. For exactly, I've yeah. <laughs> yeah. been listening yeah. to since you know you're like you know twelve years old or whatever. Yeah, yeah, right? things that you've idolized that are just disgusting. Yeah. And filthy, <laughs> that, you know, which I think yeah. we all do. We romanticize these things, oh, right? Hundred yeah. percent. Oh, totally. Yeah, it's funny. I got to. Um, Last time that I, I went to San Francisco, I landed at like midnight or something. Just took like a terrible flight. And they were, all my buddies were partying in that neighborhood. My buddy works at a bar down there. And I get off the train in like, like when you say like one of the worst neighborhoods in America, it's like a fucking, it's like multiple square blocks of like the downtown east side. And I'm just yep. like, okay, well, I'm going up and over. And I got like a little, I'm, I'm like dragging behind my little airplane luggage. And I'm like, I am just asking for it right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I did the same thing. I took like a, 57 hour Greyhound bus down Ooh. to do a pride show down at a place called Hood Slam, which is like right in the heart yeah. of like Oakland. And yeah, I was like wandering around with like my merch bag and stuff <laughs> like that. Like. <laughs> Just like like asking for it so much that I had to look like I was a plant or something. Totally. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, that's a yeah. narc. Yeah. For sure. Like, yeah. There's no. Yeah. Fuck like, yeah. Nice I try, really officer. I don't want to fuck with this guy, but I feel like I shouldn't. <laughs> totally, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like he's filming a movie or something. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> Well, like Oakland is one of those fucking cities. Like, um, I went there one time to see like leftover cracked. Did uh, well, they they came back and did like choking victim. I think they oh, did cool, like yeah. one show in New York, and then like the internet like exploded. So they're like, mm-hmm. okay, so we'll do like one in uh, you know we'll do one in Oakland and like one in here. What you know what I mean? Like in like five different cities or whatever. So my buddy's being from San Francisco. Like it's like a twenty dollar ticket. They fucking it was you know packed out this fucking place. Super like they they did it right. Um, and it's just right over the bridge in Oakland. And when we got there, I'm looking around that neighborhood and I'm going like, if, if we weren't here for this show, like I bet 20 minutes before and after this thing, if you're fucking hanging out here, oh, yeah. like you're not, oh, yeah. this, we're not, like, we're not <laughs> no one fucking be here. It was, uh, it's, 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 it's interesting and it's weird to, yeah, to romanticize that kind of stuff. Definitely. Yeah. Like there's something wrong with us. I think so. Actually. Yeah. Like I've never been to Mexico. I've never seen like a beautiful, like tropical sunset and shit like that. <laughs> but like. I don't know. I can I can tell you how to stay alive in a bad neighborhood. <laughs> exactly, but you know that's what counts. You know yeah. what I mean. And I think yeah. if you ever do go to Mexico to see that beautiful sunset, knowing how to stay alive in a neighborhood <laughs> exactly. will come in handy. Hopefully, I really yeah, hope yeah. that's gonna be funny. <laughs> like, you get like to Sinaloa, and they're like, "This ain't Oakland, motherfucker." <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's like I'm just a fan. I've just been romanticizing your work for so long. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> 
I would much rather just give you money and we can continue a business uh, kind of deal. Like if we could establish that relationship rather than just like a beheading, then I would be exactly. Yeah, then that'd yeah, be yeah. perfect. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. That's how I'm getting out of there. Or just a yeah. little bit off the top. Just a little. Yeah, I can lose like the top. Just high yeah, and tight. Yeah. Do you imagine high just coming back scalp or something? That'd be wild. <laughs> I know it looks bad, yeah, but he's but gonna take the whole head. <laughs> it's, it's way better than it could have been. <laughs> I negotiated <laughs> for the scalp. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't let me keep it, unfortunately, but. <laughs> said it belongs to him now. Yeah. <laughs> He's wearing it now. <laughs> <laughs> he had like six or seven of them. He just kept piling them on. <laughs> That's why they call him Scalpy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now like, I know it all. Now we know. Sense. Well, we've been. I, we actually might need to like put that down. There's a couple characters we're working on. Uh, we're working on a script right now that's just going with like so much. Like the I think like the best momentum that we've had since film school. I think like working yeah. on something that's just coming. Mm-hmm. And like yeah, I'm totally fine with like that character would fit right into how dumb this fucking show is totally. going to be. Is it that ridiculous yeah. and like abstract? Oh, yeah. yeah, it's oh, like yeah. Um, uh, the the tone is like uh, Trailer Park Boys meets X Files. Yeah, will be cool. Right? Yeah, it's yeah, kind of yeah. um, like we're like just and like finally doing like the like the double team kind of doing like the buddy cop or the buddy comedy and stuff like mm-hmm. that or whatever. But like with us, it's just totally. been, just being like shitty funnel. detectives. Oh, yeah. that's cool. Oh, yeah. it's cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even like um, <laughs> I was talking to my dad last night. He was telling me a story about a guy that he used to work with. And he's like, "Yeah, you remember Surprise Face Daryl?" <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Every time I say, hey, Daryl. And I'm sitting there and I was just like, I'm talking to my dad at dinner and I'm like, fuck, that's money in the bank, right? It's so good. It's so good. Oh, yeah. I'm going to have to steal that one for sure. Well, that's the thing. I don't know. Yeah, well, no. No, no, we need to write the weirdo hero into it because at the end of the day, I'm definitely on board. I'm definitely Well, that's something that we've been looking at. I mean, there's, uh, well, actually, yeah, no, we we can get inside baseball. Let's go back to (laughs) Back to Ransom. <laughs> Back to wrestling. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, no. Um, when, when you're deciding, like, what do you think um, is like the like the key to doing anything that you love for like 20 years? I mean, has there mm-hmm. been pitfalls? Like, I mean, I imagine like, um, you know, something like WWF or WWE, right? Was like any of that ever the um, in the cards, or d- um, do you kind of see a longer future for it? Doing um, kind of doing it in the more grassroots kind of. Um, so like I like being from Calgary and stuff like that. Like I think why I like gravitated towards wrestling was I think we need to really see, like, have examples of people making it in what we want to make it in. You know, yeah. like a lot of people from like LA are more likely to be actors or actresses or totally. whatever yeah. be in show business because they see people directly doing that. Yeah, people that are around people within the music industry will see that. So like being from Calgary, there was like nobody that was really like I always wanted to be part of show business and always like wanted to be a performer and there wasn't a lot of people that like famous actors or whatever coming from there but there Mm -hmm. was like there was Bret Hart who was like the most famous wrestler of all time Mm -hmm. so I think that had like a big part of me wanting to like being like oh this person can make it like it's doable to get out of this town and become like I consider like Bret Hart Canada's best rock biggest rock star and I know Um, that's like mm -hmm. controversial maybe to say but I don't think anyone's cooler no fuck that fuck that we have a good friend should we even should we burn that should we burn that bubble somebody was was talking about a musical the other day it's like hamilton is the american musical or whatever yep. um it should be heart the canadian musical you know what yeah. i mean like 100%. He, yeah. he deserves and i would get like absolutely behind that being um uh 
I've always been funny and always wanted to do something around comedy, but coming from such a small town where there's mm-hmm. no, like, that's not the thing. Like when you graduate, you go to get a trade and mm-hmm. then that's the thing. So after like 10 years of plumbing and you start to see like, Oh, wait a minute. Like I can get into this kind of thing or you exactly. can, you know, you can yeah. sidestep and do it. But um, starting so much younger and having a kid um, can see that's like a dream is attainable. Yeah. It's yeah. like the biggest, that's a fucking gift. You know exactly. What I mean? totally. And I think that helped like all of the like third generation hearts get to where they got. And they all got to like mm-hmm. WWE. That was always oh, the absolutely. goal because that was the goal for Brett. That was like the, yeah. the apex, right? So like me following in people's footsteps who are following in other people's footsteps, that always made like WWE my goal mm-hmm. being like, raised by like WWF and WWE totally. that was always like the thing I wanted to do mm-hmm. and then in like what year was it 2009 yeah okay 2009 I went down to Florida for like a tryout so they mm-hmm. had like WWE had these tryouts that you could like you know like really cool most jobs have where you pay to go for a job interview so right. I you a, pay them I to go a, get I paid a thousand dollars to oh like go God. for like a job what interview but I looked at it as like Vince a, has been making some shitty moves for a long time <laughs> right Vince, come on man. yeah like there was like 72 of us in that camp too so that was like 72 thousand dollars oh right for like just three. to say no to most of them <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. right? <laughs> um, but they didn't say no to me. No, right? Oh, so wow. they actually offered me a contract after it. So they <laughs> gave two contracts at the end to to like stars and I, I went there to just like learn from like I'm like this is a great opportunity to learn directly from WWE yeah. honestly and if you stars. love doing yeah. something like paying a thousand dollars to get your foot in the door of right. like totally. the pinnacle of yeah. the right you know what yeah. I mean totally. yeah. I think we'd all pay a thousand dollars to learn from like the top comedians right oh, now yeah. like I had like lectures directly from Jericho from like Christian from no uh, shit like John Cena came in like mm. it was like the top Wild. people were like right. and Dusty Rhodes was helping us yeah. with promos and stuff like that like it was the top 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 that's so it was, insane right. it was totally worth that's it. like money yeah, well spent course. honestly exactly. you know what vince never mind i take that so then i, I came back mm-hmm. thought i'd done okay at the training like i knew that dusty really liked my promos he had called me out to do more promos a couple yep. times nice. um so then I, I came back and then I was waiting for my performance review, which was supposed to come. And I waited six weeks, which was supposed to come, never came. Mm-hmm. And then finally I got a phone call from them and then they were like, oh, offered me, like they offered me a contract. No shit. And I'm like, oh, fuck. So like that was a big deal, right? So then I like. Fuck yeah. yeah fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm waiting on, my, waiting on my work visa for a certain amount of time. They asked me if I would have any drugs in my system. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, like I'm small. I'm not like, they were worried about like steroids and stuff oh, like that. Okay. Especially because oh, at right. that time it was um, right after like some big deaths within wrestling. Fair right? enough. Like, yeah. And they were really trying to clean up their act because publicly yep. they look like shit for a long time. Right. Oh, but, well, absolutely. Right. I think they, they were gassing guys like, I mean, with um, like Buff Bagwell yep. and fucking like some of those dudes were like, there was an era there where these guys are like, it's it's too much. Like when you see like a guy like a Triple H come back after yeah. like an injury and like, <laughs> to just be fucking three times bigger than he was before. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And they're like that plus like the combination of making, I think like the combination of making your heart really big from steroids and then doing a lot of cocaine. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. Making muscle that big and then making it pump so fast. Yeah. will like end your life well yeah course, and it has a lot right yeah. i mean especially yeah. like in your industry man there's a lot of you know i mean t- great talent that is totally mm-hmm. so understandably so they were asking about drugs i told them why they'd find a cornucopia amount of marijuana in my <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then they told me that it was like a 500 hundred dollar fine that like don't for smoke. the weed that was already in your system or it would be like if they caught me if they if i popped the drug test oh, then okay. that i would be a 500 hundred dollar sure. fine right uh and then at that point they were like uh, offering me seven fifty a week, 
Uh, and I'm like, I've never made seven hundred and fifty dollars. Kidding? I've still never made seven hundred and fifty dollars. That's pretty good. Yeah. 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 Um, so I was like, okay, cool. I can afford five hundred dollars for my first one. I was like, super. Like, totally. like I wasn't expecting shit, right? Yeah. Like, and here I am, like. I'm an anxious motherfucker, so I smoke mm-hmm. a lot of weed to help with that. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So here's like the biggest opportunity in, me in my life, and I'm, believe it or not, anxious about it. Yeah. Oh, I yeah, can imagine. So I'm smoking a lot of weed, and then they finally call me up for the test. I go down. I get popped for weed, mm-hmm. as they knew they would. They yep. called me up, and they said, no, we, you, you suck. I hate you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and then they took back the contract from me then. No shit. Yeah, oh they God. did. They said, like, they're like, yeah, we don't know who do you think you are smoking this weed or something like that. You made some, we don't think you make very good choices and we're going to have to rescind the contract. In a oh fucking industry filled with like yeah. hot, much, much harder drug use. Totally. And yeah. um, they couldn't see through like a medicinal kind of purpose. So you're doing, you almost yeah. it therapeutically and yeah. you know, right. That's, that's And you told crazy. them ahead of time. Exactly. It's I not was, like you were totally being dishonest. Yeah. yeah. So you just flew home to fly back. Basically. Or sorry, flew there to fly home. Yeah. You yeah, know yeah. what I mean? Uh, yeah. That's fucked up. So then like, then that big, so back to your original question, that kind of left me with like, okay, so kind of, I, I felt like I'd almost burned that bridge mm-hmm. with, with WWE sure. at the time, right. right? Like I wasn't going to get any calls anytime soon. They were the only dog in the fight at that point. Cause all the other promotions had closed down yeah. major promotions. Yeah. Right. So I had to kind of like, and I'd already done like a tour. Should it'd be like stopped. 10 years before they even had any competition again yeah. too, right? right? Like that's, mm-hmm. that's wild. So I'd already done like, and said goodbye. Like I went around the Canada saying like, this is my final show. Oh. <laughs> I'm living my dream. Thank you all so much no. for believing in me. <laughs> And then, I'm going to the show, and then two yeah. weeks later, hey boys, hey, yeah. how goes it? My yeah. music comes on again. And like, <laughs> You're like, that was a fun <laughs> bit I was doing before. Yeah, remember <laughs> that? Hey. And so then I had to decide whether I was gonna like give up, right. like because I didn't have like, well, yeah. like kind of like let my tail between my legs and walk away, True. or if I was gonna continue to do the independent stuff, and then. Like it was just what I did, so yeah. they the, somebody got pulled out of the next show. There was like two weeks later, there was a show that happened, and one of the wrestlers got injured that was advertised. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, ah, they needed like somebody to fill in the mystery yeah. role, yeah. And I'm like, well, that'll get me at least a little pop, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. When they, yeah. right? And I got that little pop, yeah, and then yeah. I, I'm like, okay, so then I just kind of been sticking with the independent mm-hmm. thing since then, mm-hmm. and you know, just kind of like doing it along, yep. along the West Coast and totally. along trying to see if I could make it go this way. And like, mm-hmm. looking back, I don't know whether WWE would have been a fit. Like, right. I, I that, think I would have been fired. You know, yeah. by yeah. now for sure, yeah. I wouldn't be with them anymore. Yeah. And knowing like my like, punk rocky way way ways yeah. i don't know whether i wouldn't have rubbed somebody the wrong way or totally. if they tried to like right. press my buttons or bully yep. me at all yep. or any of that yep. stuff um mm. if i had been comfortable like with that or if i had just been like fuck you i'm gonna spray paint my name on your building or some yeah, bullshit yeah, yeah, you know exactly. what i mean yeah, yeah. so i think it all worked out for the best i think like, i met some great friends after that mm-hmm. and of like done some really cool stuff since then I have been able, like I wasn't out in the ring at that point I yep. don't know whether that would have ever happened with WWE and their, mm-hmm. like the way that they bring up their talent and yeah. stuff like right. that and that's like far before NXT like they didn't have kind of like a I mean, I, when a guy got like an opportunity, it, almo- it was almost like luck. If you know, I mean, oh, almost like try yep. out and see if you know if if, the, if you're working with the crowd or whatever. And then, I mean, sometimes they'll take like people that I think are on like a good path, and then like put Owen Hart in a fucking blue mask or something. Like you exactly. know what I mean? And just yeah. do like they've kind of been known for doing weird shit. Mm-hmm. But in the past, maybe like I don't know, three years, I've really started to see um, like 
my interest peak again. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like my nostalgia is kind of coming back. And obviously, you know what I mean? Like uh, meeting you and kind of, you know what I mean? Guys like Ravi and stuff like yep. that. You know, kind of being yeah. around totally. like wrestling fans again. Yeah. Um, but I'm starting to notice it. Even like it's kind of like WWE look fucking like tank NXT or something like that. Yep. But like the, for for a minute here, there's been like a lot kind of going on. Like, do you see now that like a, with a little bit uh, more age, maybe a little bit wiser or something? Is there going to be like um, like room for another push, or does that even um, yeah. is that even in the cards? I don't know. Like I'm like I was, things were going so great before COVID. Yep. Like honestly, I was working with a promotion called Defy. I'm still working with them, but like we still got the belt. But they're gonna yeah, mm-hmm. you can yeah. So or, yeah, like I won I won the championship at my yeah. last show yeah, right, yeah. and it was like they, they're a big in, independent promotion. Mm-hmm. I would say that mm-hmm. they're like kind of like what ECW was back okay. in the day, but like like that kind of independent level show. But like their fans are like rabid in the same way yep. but they're rabid mm-hmm. in the a new evolved progressive way like they're nice. super lovey they're like uh, all consider themselves family and oh, are all perfect. really fine mm-hmm. for each other and like like look out for each other and are super supportive of the fans and stuff yeah. like that so mm-hmm. or they're the, not going to throw the 50 wrestlers. chairs at fucking terry funk or something. <laughs> no, no, they're so <laughs> yeah. sweet. like they're the yeah. sweetest audience yeah. and uh so i was working with them and was able to become like their champion stuff like that and to me that's that very was, cool. like what i'd that's always awesome. like wanted was like to be like that independent yeah. underground hero kind yeah, of thing yeah. and they gave yeah. me the opportunity to do that in front of like what was like the new cool and the hip you know what Very I mean cool. yeah, yeah. in Definitely. Seattle which is a cool city like yeah, absolutely. Yeah. perfect fit yeah and then all this kind of stuff has gone down and now mm-hmm. so it's been like my like we said the championship is now it's been like 18 months I don't even know Jesus too long Christ. too long yeah. Long, yeah. Too long time yeah. and um, and now they're gonna have to like have the championship is up tomorrow night for an interim championship right. so they're yeah. gonna have to like put the belt on someone else for now and now with the border being maybe extended who knows yeah. when I'll be able to go back down there yeah. and so is that one of those yeah. things like time, and are you waiting for like um is it like a work visa because like I'm like I mean I, I went to Vegas to party but yeah. you can't go to Seattle to work you know what I mean like that yeah it's like it's a lot of like logistics yeah. and yeah. stuff like that that like yeah I'm not even allowed like legally I'm not even allowed to talk about oh no shit okay which is dumb yeah yeah it's ridiculous yeah oh yeah it's, yeah you know and that's hard yeah. for me too because like I'm a very open with what I am right 100%, that's actually where yeah. I've gotten to this like the connection with the fans that I've built up mm-hmm. I feel by being sincere yeah well, so not yeah. being able to like them being like hey you on the next show I see the borders opened up hey, hey, hey and I have to be like Soon, friends. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Yay! And I'm yeah, like, yeah, it's well, it sucks. Yeah. yeah, that's gotta just fucking eat at you. But yeah. I mean, yeah. um, is there like at least enough going on now with NEW up here that there's some, you know, you're getting Hope. a little bit of action? Hopefully. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. I think like I don't know, you never know. Like you yep. just gotta take what you've got. Like this totally. is super fun. I was really excited to do this podcast oh, with you all today. Yeah. I'm excited about like just other opportunities. I've totally. done wrestling mm-hmm. for so long. Like I said, I was kind of like planning on doing other stuff, and mm-hmm. I don't know whether. COVID, if COVID hadn't come along, if I would have jumped into comedy because right. I was always totally. busy doing wrestling stuff, right. wrestling shows, mm-hmm. and I never maybe would got to walk down this path and yeah. like have other opportunities and like yeah. do cool new stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. So well, was I'm, it during COVID that you started stand up? Yeah. Oh okay. No, so I like on, tried yeah. it beforehand right. and like done like a class with like Katie Ellen and stuff mm-hmm. like that and oh, like yeah. had one one off show and then. Tried to do a couple open mics and bomb them mm. the hell out of them, mm-hmm. um, and then yeah, then during COVID was kind of like okay, I'm gonna nice. take this on and actually try yeah, well yeah, like, you've been like yeah. a like a force or whatever like I mean just kind of knowing um like just getting into it 
um, and kind of starting out, we were on a lot of the, the, the same shows together and it was mm-hmm. cool because like we go in and kind of do like a lot of dark shit and like kind of like taking swings and stuff. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff like with material kind of going like shit, I don't know. But then like every time I see you on stage, I'm like, oh, I can take whatever fucking swing I want. <laughs> 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 awesome. That's great. Yeah, yeah. Like it really, it really is. Yeah. No, I, I mean that. I'm glad I inspire like insanity or <laughs> risk taking. Exactly. Yes, yeah. I think that's so, the, the, yeah. yeah, absolutely. It's true absolutely. though. Like, I mean, the more I've learned that in wrestling, like the bigger we can be, the better, you know what I mean? Yeah. and stuff like mm-hmm. that and you two both do that very well as well you know, and I, like, <laughs> I love being like seeing y'all on shows as well mm-hmm. like I love mm-hmm. I think that we can like when I see that we followed each other a couple times or been in opposition and it feels yeah. like such great energy where totally. I feel like yeah. I come out with such big maybe over the top masculine in some ways but feminine mm-hmm. in other ways you know what yeah. I mean just yeah. high energy and but like trying to be sweet or like soft and yeah. then you come out and you can be like just kind of a little more strong you know what <laughs> yeah, I mean totally and like, well like you would you expect you you expect what you get um, like what you guys deliver is what I would expect from the uh, from exactly. the other one right. you know what I mean right I would expect something <laughs> yeah. a little bit more sweet out of this package and I would expect something a little bit more aggressive out of this package totally you know what yeah. I mean? and I think that's why yeah. it works so nice yeah totally, it really does totally. yeah <laughs> that's no, awesome we, we always love seeing you at shows we're always excited when we see you on the lineup we're like oh fuck yeah no oh, absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah no yeah, definitely yeah. and I mean um, well I mean we're gonna land the plane here in a second but cool. we're gonna ask you what you're doing tonight because I mean I was, uh, what are you doing tonight? Jackie's we're on two shows down at, at uh, Susie's. Susie's. Oh, cool. And okay. then we're also going to, well, we might check out, depending on how we're feeling after mm-hmm. the late show, Sean's doing his, his Hot Ones oh, the, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where's yeah. that at? Uh, he's, so he's doing it at this new venue. I f- don't even know how to pronounce it. The Motin. M-O-T-N. Okay. I did a show there a couple weeks back. It's like this guy... Uh, he doesn't do comedy, but he's like a comedy fan. And he, okay. for some reason, has this like room on the downtown east side that's like, I don't know what they do there. We were trying I to figure it out. I don't know what they do. They do tattoos. They sell, and they sell t-shirts. Space. They sell weed. They sell and t-shirts. And, they do tattoos. Yeah, they the sell show. weed. And, smoke <laughs> on the show. and then there's rad. like an adjoining room that's like has a stage and stuff. And they have all these really cool lights. And so I think it might end up being like a new like venue that people just book independent shows oh, at cool. especially cool now with like lmg shutting down yeah, it yeah. might be like a cool little room that people start doing that's shows at. Yeah, yeah. Like a place that you can kind of like rent for cheap is important yeah that this guy's like, pretty I mean, chill be, yeah, yeah and he one. really likes comedy so he, he seems yeah, like man, if you have anything uh, if you have anything to do let's land this plane and then we'll we'll talk about that off the thing what do you tell the people where they can find you where they can find me oh if you want to like hunt me down you can find me at the weirdo hero on instagram or at ravenous randy on twitter or uh you can come to my house and throw <laughs> presents through my window if you like and you, all you have to do is dm me and i'll give you that address no problem okay and and you could also find me at most rec centers at least you know once a week <laughs> <laughs> do you have any uh, events coming up to plug? Uh, yeah there's so like uh, january 15th the commodore ballroom for uh Hell new yeah. wrestling and uh hopefully i'll be doing some stuff states bound coming up as well very nice so yeah I think that's it comedy stuff always check out my Instagram feed for that stuff as well and I'll kind of absolutely pour that out as best I can pour it out pour it out <laughs> <Are> you <laughs> flash or scroll down because we're going to have all the links for all yeah, that flatters. stuff just below right there right there Ooh. right on thanks for coming right, out man thank you're the you best thank you so much <laughs>